Hi, readers. I'm Jordan. And I'm Katie. And welcome to Not Another Heroine. Like you all, we'd like to read a lot. In between our podcast books, we are deep diving into a bunch of other heroines. So we'd like to introduce you to our pick of the week. So this is my pick of the week. And I think I was reading this around the same time you were reading the last pick of the week, um, The Serpent in the Wings of Night. Mm -hmm. I was reading Belladonna at that time. And this was um, this was like a breath of fresh air. It's, it's not fluffy. It's not light because it's about death. <laughs> um, but it's <laughs> not fluffy at all, you know. <laughs> No, but it, it kind of like the the writing style kind of reads that way. So just mm. in short, what it's about, it's kind of like a Cinderella story. So there's it's set in, I want to say, like maybe Victorian, like England mm. is the style of the setting. And this girl, her parents are die like mysteriously at this party. Like her parents have this party and she's a newborn and her parents die, and everyone who attends the party dies. Awko. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's very awkward. And you get this scene at the beginning where uh, the specter of death comes to the party and, like, takes everyone away. And he's, like, an actual uh, – what do they call it when you give a, like, human um, – like figure to something or I like attribute. oh uh do you know what I'm getting at not an onomatopoeia uh <laughs> the other one <laughs> I feel like they're always talked about that, in tandem <laughs> yeah that thing so death visits to come collect everyone at this party uh our main character I don't remember her name she's a baby uh death gets everyone he gets to her and he tries to like take her soul and she's like no nah, man I'm, I'm good i'm here i'm not dying anytime soon no thanks and like the baby is also not afraid of death like she's just like hi i'm cute oh. you're cute too uh yeah impressive it was a very cute little prologue so then it flashes forward and our our newborn baby is now like 18 and she is living with her aunt who's this horrid horde human being who's like keeps her in the attic and like is emotionally and verbally abusive to her and like the whole i guess underlying theme is that our heroine um her parents were very wealthy and put all this money in a trust for her which she gets access to when she gets to majority age which is 20 mm. and so she's been shuffled around to a bunch of like relatives and foster people who only agree to take her in because she has all this money. So, like, some of her relatives have, like, stolen, have, like, gotten access to her trust fund and, like, taken some of her money and then, like, abused her and neglected her. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. So, it's a very, very dark childhood, except the reason why she keeps going through all of these caretakers and foster homes is because they all keep dying. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so uh, so maybe not light and fluffy, but um, yeah, so all of her relatives die. So people are at times super quick to like adopt her and take her in because they want access to her money. But they're also like, but everyone dies who comes around her. Uh, <laughs> That's suspicious. <laughs> yeah. So one of the like opening scenes we get uh, is she's eating these belladonna berries, which are 
poisonous, like will kill you. And she eats them and she doesn't die. Hmm. And that's her her stick. She cannot be she can't die. She can't be killed. And when she does like get near death, because that's her thing. She gets to the brink of death but never crosses over. That's when she can see death. He comes to visit her and he visits her like throughout her childhood, like kind of off and on. And she sees him kill, like take the souls away of her like caretakers and guardians. Like, Whoa. so death is not killing them, but he like shows up to take them away. Um, so <laughs> she, she takes these Belladonna berries. She's near death. She's having this conversation with death and it basically goes something like, Man, can you just stop taking everyone away from me? Like, I just want a normal family. Like, I want to go out into society. I want to attend parties. I want to get married and have a normal life. So stop killing everyone around me. And he's like, it's not me who's doing it. Like, it's just my job to, like, shepherd the souls away. Um, So she inadvertently kills her aunt. Um, As she's, she takes these belladonna berries. It's kind of just describing it i'm realizing it how convoluted it is she kind of acquires some of death's powers oh when she gets to the brink of death she's like in that gray zone Mm -hmm. and so she touches her aunt and her aunt's like i guess i'm out of this life um so she kind of kills her aunt her aunt was a bitch so it's fine (laughs) oopsie (laughs) sorry not sorry so yeah uh it's weird and death is this kind of um very dry, sarcastic, dark figure who has like this interesting banter back and forth with her. Um, So her aunt dies and then this long lost cousin relative shows up and agrees to take her in. And this carriage rolls up to this hovel of a cottage that she's been living at with her aunt. And like our heroine is like malnourished and just totally abused. So this beautiful carriage rolls up and this handsome like man gets out of the carriage and is like oh you're the girl i'm here to pick up good god <laughs> like you are a total uh we need to put you in some pretty dresses and get you some food but can you please not come any near me because you smell oh my god <laughs> so, yeah so she she gets into this carriage to go like live with her cousins now her next set of caretakers and this dude who's escorting her is like works in the stable and kind of gives her, but he's like mysteriously well dressed for a stable boy, and he's hmm. not a stable boy; he's like a stable man. <laughs> uh, suspicious. <laughs> he's a, very suspicious, uh, and he kind of gives her some insight into her relatives, like the her aunt or her cousin. I don't know the relationship; just died, and the daughter, who's relatively close to the heroine in age, is suffering from this same mysterious illness. Hmm. Um, yeah. So meanwhile, the heroine is like, our heroine's like, oh my God, they, like they're they're already sick. I'm going to kill them. I'm going to get here and everyone's going to die again. And it's going to oh, be no. all my fault. So <laughs> she's having this crisis um, and she's like, death, you motherfucker, you just stay away. <laughs> do not do it. <laughs> what is the thing you say yeah. to dogs? Like, drop it, drop it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So yeah, so she gets there uh, to this beautiful estate, and she meets her family. The like head of household dude, who's like her uncle, is grieving because his wife just died, um, and her cousins are like obviously in their own manner of grieving. And one cousin's like also dying, so it kind of turns into this 
a murder mystery plot hmm. and death shows up here and there to be like hi i'm still around and you're still friends like i've known <laughs> Don't you forget since you're about a me. little girl and yeah like i think you're special because no one can see me except you um and then she's working with this mysteriously handsome stable stable man to like <laughs> stable man <laughs> stable man that's a thing now um yeah so it is very much what like a gothic novel would be like a hmm. gothic romance mm-hmm. that's the setting um so there's a very su- sweet romance line in it because it's okay i'm not going to spoil anything uh mm-hmm. so there's that um and there is definitely like a thread of magic going through because her whole thing was seeing death and like she can't die like I won't reveal what that is, but like she, she the the storyline with death gets more solid and grows, and there's there's more to it as you progress throughout the book. Hmm. So this kind of gives me vibes of um, what is that one book that had like everyone in a motherfucking chokehold? Uh, oh, the Invisible Life of Addie Larue. Did you ever read that? I didn't read it, but it's. Like in the back of my mind as a, I probably should read that eventually. (laughs) That's fair. It gives me that vibes because it's like she can't die um, and death like visits her periodically like to check in. Uh, As you're describing it, it sounds like that book, but then like Lemony Snicket, a series of unfortunate events, like vibe too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I, this is definitely like a younger book. Mm, So it's like geared towards like older teens, I would say. Mm. It's still very readable, like no matter how old you are, because mm-hmm. the setting and it's like it's well written. the The only complaint I had about it is that the heroine is a little bland. Uh, um, it happens. <laughs> just yeah, it happens, and it's fine. Like the other characters in the book are so well done that you keep reading because you want to learn more of those characters. Oh. I would say like I was kind of like iffy on the book until i hit the 40 percent mark and you hit 40 percent on this book and you're like oh i just put all the puzzle pieces together and oh shit i'm going to stay up late reading this book oh my god you got snatched (laughs) i got yeah it does take a little while to get you but once it does it's worth it that's fair um so what other books would you recommend like if someone read x y and z books they would like this one um, I'm trying to remember what I had. Okay, so because of the setting, I would say uh, so. Half a Soul by Olivia Atwater is also I set in like a. I love that one. Oh, <laughs> it was so cute. Highly recommend. Yeah, so that for the setting. Uh, Once Upon a Broken Heart, which is all over like Book Talk and mm-hmm. Instagram, I think. Yeah. I didn't really like that book. I finished it, but I didn't like it. Same but here. Some of the themes are similar. Okay. Yeah, because the whole, like, uh, she's cursed and uh, has to, yeah, yeah, I feel that. And then, so this is, this is for me. Uh, So this is a very old book. It's called uh, Sorcery and Cecilia Hmm. um, by Patricia C. Reed, which is also set in Regency England. It also involves magic, but it's older. And so I don't, you don't see it a lot anymore. I don't um, think I've ever seen this book. Like I'm looking at the cover right now and it does not even ring a single bell in my brain. 
I know. That's why I put it on there. So yeah. all three <laughs> I guess of those I are, will, have similar emblems. Yeah. <laughs> I will time. have to uh, put Belladonna and uh, Sorcery and Cecilia on my uh, to-read list, apparently. <laughs> Lots of victory. Oh, also, I think it's a duology. So oh. um, the, second, the second book isn't out yet. It's called Foxglove. I think it comes out later this year. Mm, exciting. Maybe we could read uh, the second one for the pod as a full episode. We'll we'll see if it's good good. first, actually. Let me put a little caveat on that. (laughs) (laughs) We we need to start previewing before we commit to a full like pod session on it. Yeah, because I feel like sometimes the second book in a series has a, what is it called? Like the sophomore slump. I think that's an album mm-hmm. music thing, but it's definitely uh, applicable to books, too. Oh, it's very much a book. There's very few, like, second books that are better than the first. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you for that recommendation, yeah. Jordan. I now have two more books I need to read. Thank you. <laughs> a little passive-aggressive, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's worth it, I promise. So that kind of wraps up uh, my pick of the week. So mm-hmm. from my shelf to yours. We'll see you on the next page. Hi, readers. If you'd like to help us pick our next book, send us a message on Instagram. Or if you'd like to just listen, we post new episodes every Monday on Spotify, Amazon, or Apple Music. Thanks for listening.